You have from today on to serve the Lord. Do it because you love him. Do it for all the things that he's done for you. Even if you have one day left, serve the Lord today. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Welcome back to In Grace. This is Jim Scudder. And uh, last time, uh, yesterday, we talked about how to make your life flourish. And I gave you three things that will uh, help you make sure your life flourishes. And we're in Philippians chapter 4. And we're talking about chapter 4, verse 10 through today. We're going to go through 19. And I already gave you three things that will help you make your life flourish. And I'm going to give you three more today. The first three, look for opportunities to give, practice contentment, and believe in the seed. When I talked about believing in the seed, I talked about Johnny Appleseed or John Chapman, who went around planting apple seeds. He believed in the seed. And then I talked about Hudson Taylor, who believed in the gospel, planting the gospel and taking the gospel all the way around the world. And so we're going to talk about this more today. And and I really want you to understand the potential. And I'm going to talk about a mustard seed, a teeny little seed, the smallest seed that they had in Israel. And the potential from that one little seed, you're not going to believe how many seeds that is inside that one teeny seed. We'll talk about that today here on In Grace. We're also going to be talking more at the end about Exodus Found, a brand new video series here at In Grace. But I'd like to send you a free map of the route of the Exodus. On the back is all the evidence, the biblical references to the route of the Exodus. And I'm so excited because we just went and filmed in Egypt and Saudi Arabia, and you've got to get this map. It's absolutely free. Contact us today at one 800 78 Now, what's in the seed that John Chapman, Johnny Appleseed, planted? Well, it's it's mysterious. It's a miracle. It's incredible what's contained in that little teeny seed. Hudson Taylor believed in the seed so much that he gave his life to China. Now, I recently was preaching about a mustard seed, and today let me give you Uh, Another little tip about the mustard seed. Of course, these are are very small little seeds. This was something that Jesus would use on occasion to talk about faith. And it's not the amount of faith that you have. It's the object of your faith, right? But the potential in that little miracle is incredible. The mustard plant, a stalk of the mustard plant with the flowers that it has, these are the pods that grow on the mustard plant, each of these pods, and there's about 85 seed pods on a typical plant, each of these pods has eight seeds. You can theoretically take the mustard plant and get two harvests a year out of them. So one person has calculated that one mustard plant could produce a half million mustard seeds. A half million mustard seeds. That's the potential, and that's what we're trying to tell you to do is believe in the seed. Say, Lord, I I love you. I trust you. I see the value in serving you because you're, you're amazing and you're great and you're good. And although sometimes my life, I don't feel like everything's great and maybe I, I, I resent something that happened in my life and I'm blaming you, but I shouldn't. 
You're good and you care and there's great potential in what you're asking me to do. And although this is hard for me to believe, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do what you say to do. I'm going to plant that seed. And I promise you something, you're going to see an incredible bounty when you do that. In this life or for sure in the next in Amos 9, it says in verse 13, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, the treader of grapes, him that soweth seed. Won't that be a glorious day? I believe this is a reference to the millennium. It'll be incredible how fast things grow and how quickly things will produce, almost as if the, the crop, the harvester, is going to come overtake the one planting the seed. That's literal. That's going to be incredible. To, you ever seen a plant grow? Have you ever seen the time lapse of something growing? And it's really cool when you get to watch it that way. Well, can you imagine when it's not a time lapse and there's this plant growing up in front of your very eyes? That is what is in a seed. It's there. It's there. So believe in that potential. Number four, I want you to join an elite club. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go join a country club or whatever, although I've been in some uh, nice places, uh, always by invitation from a member, but uh, it's kind of fun, right, to go into a place and there's a gate and you give them your name and they say, okay, come on in, and you kind of act like uh, you've arrived, right, when you, when you enter into a club atmosphere like that. It's kind of fun. I'm not telling you to join a club if you want your life to flourish. Here's what I'm telling you to do. Join an elite group of people because not many people know about this. Not many people trust the Lord enough to do this. So when you do it, you're going to enter a whole new level, a whole new category. Philippians 4.14, Notwithstanding, ye have done well that ye did communicate with my affliction. With this offering. Now, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me. Isn't that unbelievable? The great apostle Paul had all these needs and no one gave to him? No church communicated with me concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. They had entered an elite group hadn't they? By noticing that Paul really could use some help, by wanting to show their love financially to this amazing person, the person that brought them the gospel, they wanted to give. They got it. And by doing that, they entered into this very exclusive, gated club called a pure giver. A pure giver. Even in Thessalonica, you sent once again unto my necessity. So this was a, a group of people that really cared and really uh, appreciated the Apostle Paul. Sometimes we need a little prodding to give. Sometimes God wants us to learn this lesson, and sometimes we're, humanly speaking, wanting to hold on to things. So what does God do? Sometimes God sends a trial. Sometimes God sends a flood. And he's doing that so that you can let go of something. Whenever something happens in your life, don't automatically think it's because God is out to get you. 
God is not out to get you. If you know Jesus Christ as Savior, you're a child of God and he loves you and he wants the best for you and he's, he's going to make sure that you produce fruit. He wants you to produce much fruit as we've already learned. But sometimes those floods come. Do you know how cranberries are harvested? How many of you like cranberries? Cranberries, dried cranberries. You ever have them for Thanksgiving? Cranberry sauce. Uh, then they have uh, cranberry juice, right? These grow in bogs, so it's kind of a wet environment. But when it comes time for them to harvest the cranberries, what happens is they flood the fields. And when they flood the fields, what happens, the, little, the, the berry is, is loose on the plant. And as it floods, the berry wants to float and it pops off the plant. This is how they harvest cranberries. They flood the fields. Realize this, that God may be sending a flood into your life for a very particular purpose. And that is so that you can let go of something. So that you can receive a greater blessing. The harvest is truly incredible. In Psalm 1 verse 3 it says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now you might not see success in this life, but you will be successful if you plant yourself by the river of water. What is the river of water? The source, the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God. If you stay close to that nourishment and that sustenance, you, you will produce fruit in your life. Join that club of givers. And then when you do, I believe that you're going to smell the sweetness. Smell the sweetness. Sometimes we put a pot roast in a crock pot, in a slow cooker. And the, it's good and bad, right? It's good in that you have a really great meal ready to go and you don't have to really do too much and it, it cooks slow so the meat is really tender and flavorful. The bad thing is that if we're going to have it for Sunday lunch, that means that it's been cooking all night, which means that I've been smelling it all night, okay? And actually we had a pot roast cooking last night in the oven, in the slow cooker. Man, that smell is unbelievable, isn't it? Smell the sweetness. Well, that's not sweetness, I guess, but the aroma, right? Philippians 4, 17, Paul continues, not because I desire a gift of you. Really, that wasn't the, the point. The point of first fruits isn't that, you, that we get an offering. I, I, I trust the Lord, I truly do. But I'm, I'm wanting this. I want fruit to abound to your account. That's what I'm looking for here. And then Paul describes it in this way in the next verse, but I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent of you, the one that brought the gift. And it says, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. I want you to have fruit in your life. Let's say you end up in heaven with absolutely no rewards. You've done absolutely nothing for the Lord. You may be doing more than you think you're doing for the Lord. 
I said, do you ever pray for people? Yeah. Do you ever share the gospel with people? I've, I've shared the gospel. It's, it's interesting that sometimes you may be surprised at the things that you have done for the Lord and how fair he is and how he makes everything even. Heaven is going to be incredible if you have no reward. Incredible. But if you have reward, it just means that you have looked to the Father, that you have looked to the Son, that you have looked to the faithful one, and, and you have basically just utilized the, the power, the Holy Spirit within you, and he has done things through you. So even, even the rewards in heaven won't be because of anything that you've done. It's because of what God has done through you and you're yielding to him. Embark on a journey to explore the inspiring story of the Exodus within grace. Call now for your free Exodus map, 800-78-GRACE. This map depicts the route of the Israelites during their escape from Egypt. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map and our brand new video series, Exodus Found, where Jim Scudder Jr. retraces the Exodus in Egypt and Saudi Arabia, diving into the Red Sea to uncover evidence of the miraculous crossing. For those giving $250 or more, you will get the complete Exodus package the map, the video series, and a beautiful, exclusive 16 by 20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. And from now until the end of the year, a generous donor will be doubling all gifts. To get these limited time exclusive materials, call 800-78-GRACE or visit ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. You have from today on to serve the Lord. Do it because you love him. Do it for all the things that he's done for you. Even if you have one day left, serve the Lord today. And then there's this story of a young woman who loved flowers. How many of you love flowers? I mean, I think most of us, right? We have an appreciation for flowers. We love flowers. Well, this young woman loved flowers, and she loved the flowering vine. This young woman loved flowers and planted a flowering vine on a wall. And the vine grew, but she was perplexed because there weren't any flowers on this vine. So she cultivated it, she tended it, and she just could not figure out what was wrong. And one day, she had a neighbor that was just on the other side of the wall, and she heard the voice of this neighbor who happened to be an old invalid woman. And, and the neighbor said, hey, I just want to thank you. The woman that planted the flowering vine said, thank me for what? She said, thank you for all the flowers. She said, what are you talking about, all the flowers? So she came around the other side of the wall in the neighbor's yard, and she looked, and on the back side of that wall was full of flowers from her vine. What had happened was the vine had found its way through that wall in several places, and all the flowers were on that side. You know what? That may be your life. I want to encourage you. I want to say today do what is right. Today do what God wants you to do. But also realize that you might be surprised at the amount of fruit that God has credited to your account thus far. You may be surprised. You might not realize it even until you get to the other side. Serve him today. Do what you know is right to do today. Your life will flourish. It will. I love this verse in Song of Solomon. 
in um, chapter two, verse three, as the apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight and his fruit was sweet to my taste. Think of that, that odor of sweet savor, that sacrifice, acceptable, well-pleasing to God. And the last thing I want you to remember today is to remember our father is rich. Isn't that awesome? I don't know if any of you have a rich dad. Uh, actually, you all do if you know Christ the Savior, right? You have a rich dad. <laughs> Think about that in, in Philippians 4.19, the last verse we'll, we'll look at in Philippians. But my God shall supply all your need according to his what? Riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That's a promise to you. You learn these lessons on how to flourish. Look for opportunities. Practice contentment. Believe in the seed. Join an elite club. Smell the sweetness and remember our Father is rich. Your life will flourish according to the word of God because God is very, very wealthy. Very, very wealthy. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. There was once an old tree that stood outside an old medieval city in the Middle East. And this tree for years and years and years was full of fruit and so full that passersby, as they would come and go from that city, they would always reach out and pick a piece of fruit. And this went on for year after year after year until one day, a man decided that he was going to buy the piece of land that that tree was on. And he didn't like that all these people were taking his fruit. So he decided that he was gonna build a fence around his tree, and he did. And it wasn't long after he put up that fence, cutting off the blessing from the people, that that old tree died. Why? Because it was no longer giving. I want you to flourish. I want you to give, to give and give and give and give and give, because that's where we'll find true life. Second Corinthians 9, 6, but I say, he that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. Here's what I want for you. He which soweth bountifully shall also reap bountifully. That's what I want for you. God has given us so much, we need to be givers. What did he give? Well, it says in Romans 5, 15, not as the offense, so also is the free gift. What's the free gift? What's the greatest gift in the world? For if through the offense of one, many be dead, that's because of sin of Adam, all of us have died spiritually and we will die physically, but much more the grace of God, and this is the the inverse of that, and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. You can give millions of dollars to a charity or a church and still go to hell. You can give all that you have and not earn one second in heaven. Most churches teach that you have to give in order to go to heaven. 
The Bible does not teach that, does it? The Bible teaches something different, that you cannot give anything to go to heaven because it's a free gift. The one who never sinned, Jesus, was born, lived among us, did not have an earthly father, had an earthly mother, Mary, born of a virgin. He was born without the sin nature, neither did he sin, but yet he died as a sinner for you and for me. When he died, he didn't stay dead, for in three days he rose again, proving that he is God, proving that the sacrifice was acceptable by the Father. And now he is offering this as a gift to you called eternal life. You say, Pastor, you just preached 45 minutes that why I should give. And now you're saying you don't give? Right. You don't give to be saved. You give because you're saved. Oh, I have a million dollars. You have nothing that interests God. You have no good works that could possibly pay for your sins. That's why Jesus came and died and rose again. For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It's a what? Gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Jesus had no sin. Our sin separates us from him. He loves us. He doesn't love our sin. So he came and died on a cross for our sins. He became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That is the gospel. That is good news. We are penniless and poor. God loves us so much that he came and paid our sin debt for us. And if we will simply put our trust in him, believe in him, according to the words that Jesus used in John 3, 16, if you'll just believe in him, you will not perish but have everlasting life. Now you're a child of God. And now I want you to learn that God wants you to give. Give and give and give. And I believe your life will truly flourish. I say amen to that. And uh, if you need to talk to someone about eternal life, give us a call 1-800-78-GRACE or go anytime to our website ingraceradio.com. I hope that you have learned a little bit about how to make your life flourish today and the six things that you need to know that will help you do that. Look for opportunities to give, practice contentment, believe in the seed, join an elite club. I'm not talking about a health club or country club. Smell the sweetness and remember our Father is rich. And so what a blessing it is to know God and to know He is beyond rich. Uh, let me end by sharing something with you that I'm really excited about. It's a brand new resource. A lot of people have said the Bible isn't true. There's no evidence of certain things like the crossing of the Red Sea or even that there were a large number of Hebrews in Egypt. And you know what? The more we study this, the more we we research it, the, the more we find out that that person is wrong, that there's tons of evidence. So I took a film crew and went to Egypt and went to Saudi Arabia, and we did a whole series. It's really cool. We were at the pyramids. We were at the Egyptian museum. We went diving in the Red Sea. You're not going to believe what we found. Contact us today to get your video series, Exodus Found. I'll send it to you for a gift of $35 or more. And I'll send you a map of the Exodus. On the backside is a chart containing a lot of great information about the route of the Exodus, the evidence, the archaeological evidence, and the biblical references. Now, if you want just the map, that's for free. You can just get the map for free. And I really would love to bless everyone today and at least send you the free map. 
But if you can support In Grace by $35 or more, send to the video series and the map. The video series, by the way, is much more than you can watch for free on YouTube. You're going to get 40-minute episodes. YouTube's about 20, 22 minutes. Uh, also, it, for those of you that want to give more, for a gift of $250 or more, I'm going to send you the video series, the map, and a beautiful canvas print of Moses parting the Red Sea. And it's beautiful. I have it hanging. I'd love for you to have this hanging to remind you of God's power and God's miracles. Contact us today, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. And right now we have a matching gift campaign going on, so whatever you give will be doubled. Call now for your free Exodus map, 800-78-GRACE. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map in the video series, Exodus Found. For gifts of $250 or more, you will also receive a beautiful, exclusive 16 by 20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. Also, a generous donor is matching all gifts until the new year. Call 800-78-GRACE. Visit ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace, P.O. Box 9. Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.